Thank you for joining me today. This is Colin Hamilton, Commodities Analyst at BMO Capital Markets. And welcome to our short Metals Matters podcast where we highlight the key things you need to know in global metals and mining this week. It has been a long two years, but this weekend sees the return of the in-person BMO Global Metals and Mining Conference in Florida, our 31st such event. While the virtual event last year was great and we were very proud to be able to deliver a very high quality conference, there is really nothing better than having face-to-face interactions. And although I am fast becoming a veteran of this conference, though there are some out there who have attended the majority of the 30 conferences BMO has hosted to date, I am always astonished by the scale of this event. We've got over 1,100 attendees, over 500 organisations, 116 company presentations covering the entire market cap spectrum, from the major diversifiers to the exploration companies. I'm also looking forward to the keynote presentation by Robert Friedland, which is always informative and entertaining, and the panel sessions, particularly the one I am hosting on commodities and critical materials. I also want to highlight the Mining and Battery 101 sessions for those looking to boost their knowledge and add to their CPD hours. And of course, while I am a Scotsman and thus quasi-allergic to the sun, I can't deny I'm looking forward to a bit of Florida warmth. Yes, I am biased, but this really is the number one metals and mining conference in the world, and I can't wait to see friends, colleagues and clients there. Now, every year, the BMO conference is a barometer of industry sentiment. So what will be the key topics of discussion? Well, for a start, what mining companies will do with all the money they are making. Recent annual results have seen simply phenomenal dividends returned to shareholders following the rally in commodity prices over the past year. I will be interested to see whether companies, particularly the major producers, are confident that this situation can persist or whether there is an inherent caution that prices will revert to mid-cycle norms. Also, given the wide range of views on the market situation in China, Given this is the industry perhaps most exposed to Chinese growth, I will be looking for any signals as to what marketing divisions are seeing in terms of underlying physical demand and any expectations of commodity-intensive stimulus. Given the strong returns, it will be interesting to see if investor questioning of companies has shifted towards asking why growth isn't perhaps higher on the agenda. I also expect many companies to have to address the impacts of inflation on their businesses. As costs keep creep higher, and with oil around $100 a barrel. Meanwhile, as has been the norm in recent years, decarbonisation will be at the forefront of many discussions, both in terms of investor expectations, uh, one-upmanship among companies around net zero targets, what the mining industry needs to do and what the risks are if this does not happen. There are various panels dedicated to this topic during the event and from a commodity perspective we expect a lot of discussion around those exposed to the energy shortage, aluminium, zinc and of course thermal coal. The topic of carbon pricing is perhaps a new entry in discussions this year while battery raw materials have been consistently popular at the BMO conference in recent years. And lastly we'd expect the gold industry to have somewhat of a swagger with the gold price having brushed off the initial impact from Federal Reserve tightening with inflation seeing a return of traditional retail demand, Bitcoin having trended lower and geopolitical risk high, well, I'd expect hopes for $2,000 an ounce plus gold to be mentioned. Naturally, many of the questions we've received this week have been regarding the impact of the Russia-Ukraine situation. And given Russia is a key commodity producer, impacts to trade flows are likely. Ultimately, we would expect a redistribution of Russian commodity exports away from Europe and North America and towards China. 
It is interesting to note that over the past week, Russia has already committed to sending 100 million tonnes per annum of coal to China over the coming years. This is higher than we've seen in recent times and will help China offset its Australian coal ban. Redirecting such trade routes, though, do tend to lead to temporary dislocations in market fundamentals, particularly given we have persistent logistical issues. And think like a purchasing manager, as we discussed in the last Metal Matters, at the moment, you're nervous about getting material. So what will it impact? Well, aluminium, nickel, palladium are prime examples, particularly given the low inventory levels, or gold safe haven status is back with a vengeance. But there are other second-order impacts. Higher European electricity prices could see renewed cuts in zinc, steel and ferroalloy supply, while a higher oil price raises the cost structure relatively significantly for bulk commodities. Looking further ahead, the situation makes us increasingly wary of the impact of inflationary pressures on emerging markets into mid-year, particularly those that are net importers of grains and energy. In general terms, we are probably more cautious on ex-China demand than most for 2022 as a whole. Lastly this week, I wanted to highlight a report on Platinum Group Metals that we have released. When it comes to the energy transition, well, clear metal winners have been established where penetration rates will rise over time and end uses that are gaining critical mass. Copper, nickel, lithium. Other metals, however, a real transition in terms of demand end uses will result, with perhaps a less certain outlook and a prime example of the Platinum Group Metals where, of course, internal combustion engines dominate current demand and hence it is easy to focus on the potential future downside. However, there is also clear potential for greater PGM use in the nascent hydrogen economy and this is something the PGM industry as a whole has been working towards and uh, sowing the seeds of in recent years. So the report, 45 pages of it, looks at both the technical and fundamental parameters which will shape the PGM's own demand transition, including a review of loading and ICEs and potential developments in fuel cells in the hydrogen economy. Putting everything together, having underperformed peers over recent years, we see an improved outlook for platinum over the remainder of this decade, while the tightness in palladium inventory will eventually be alleviated, but only post-2025. Thank you for listening to Metal Matters. If you have any questions or suggestions, just get in touch directly. And if you're enjoying these insights, please tell your friends to subscribe. And please join me next time to discuss more pertinent issues for metals and bulk commodity markets. That was Metal Matters, presented by BMO Capital Markets Equity Research. You can subscribe to Metal Matters on Apple Podcasts and other podcast providers, or visit our website at researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com to listen to more episodes, including our other podcast series, BMO Equity Research in Tune. If you have feedback or suggestions for upcoming podcasts, please do share it with me at colin.hamilton at bmo.com. To access our full disclosures, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com forward slash public hyphen disclosure.